0: Sitting in this basement for two months and we just popped our heads out and some things are different. Some <laughs> things have happened.
1: I is that right? Yeah. Well, I uh, I guess I this works. I spent the time checking on my uh on my family. Oh, okay. What did did you what you read Twitter? What did yeah. you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? what what's happened um oh you know what has happened hmm. i bought an apple watch whoa but i'm not gonna guess it for a while still yeah
0: i mean that's that's a story um (laughs) okay you got an apple watch yep we had a baby oh yeah um (laughs) we elected a president um we brewed a beer together yes um oh geez we've done loads there's a lot, yeah going on. Uh, I've read one tenth of one thousand articles, a hundred articles, so I've read a hundred articles. No, right. wait,
1: is this like the baby thing? like nine pregnant women having a baby once a month? uh probably maybe it's not true it's you have not. you read one twen- tenth of all the thousand articles? Yes, yeah, that doesn't that's not a ten- hundred articles <laughs> Oh. Okay. Did, was it the
0: summary? Well, or did you just pick? I a, just got somewhere in the middle. I just just comfortable, distracted, and yeah, read the Definitely headline. Distracted. I mean, a lot of times I just read the headline. A thousand is honest. impressive. Yeah. Um, I subscribe to the New York Times. Oh, digital thing. What does that mean? Does that give you emails? That means that I can read the news as much as I want. Uh. So if you just download the New York Times app, um, they. They only let you read 10 articles a month. Oh, and that's, there's no way you could get to your 1,000 quota. Exactly. So I'm doing a free trial, Uh, 99 cents for four weeks. That's not free. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wrong word for that. I'm doing a trial. Okay. Huh. Introductory price, Introdu- okay. limited time offer. What is the, the after you're, over the introductory period? Um, there's like basic and premium. Basic is like you get to read all the articles. Premium is huh. you get to like, you get like video feeds of them typing up the articles. <laughs> Not no, exactly, but like insider videos, watch us uh, do the news. I don't know. Why would you? Okay. I don't, I don't need that. Cool. Um, What's our... So I think the basic one is, uh, I don't know. Oh, I think it's like four bucks a week. Okay. Six you, bucks a week? Are you planning to, something like that? I don't know. I want to try it out. Uh, right. I have it on my home screen. Um, Are there other
1: news outlets you subscribe to? Like we um, have no. the donation to WBUR, I guess. Nice. I think we do um, ten bucks a month or
0: something. Something really small. That's cool. Yeah, I should probably do that too. Um uh a lot of podcasts. Like I've been yeah. listening to a lot of the political podcasts. Um Huh. And i uh, we asked Alexa what's new. Oh. Do you have an echo? No. Uh so you can say, Alexa, what's new? And she says and you can um in the, app, the Alexa Lex app, you can like select which news outlet you want them to use. Ah. So we use NPR. So it says uh, news brief from NPR, and they just it's like a little three minute segment on what happened today or oh, that's cool. Yesterday, um, yeah, it's a really like quick way to to get in touch with what's going on. Yeah. Uh, what I've really enjoyed recently is um, on HBO Now, uh, Vice News tonight. I've heard other people talk about this. Yeah, I think uh, Josh Clayton was talking about it. I heard him talk is, about it at work. Is, that, um, is he from Massachusetts? So, um, Yes. Okay. Yes. Josh from Massachusetts. Oh, that's a lot of S's. Yeah. Josh from Massachusetts. <laughs> um, yeah, so Vice News Tonight is uh, 20, 30 minutes. Right. And it's every weeknight at like 7 30 um and wait, it's very it's on
1: hbo now but yeah
0: well it's on hbo
1: oh um so it's not now it's at 7 30 <laughs> yes <laughs> you can't it's uh right it's not on demand it is it wait what well what? once it's <laughs> this is like the free thing
0: once it's out it's on demand okay until the next one's out. It is kinda of weird. I didn't realize this, but it'll pre it'll show you like the today's episode, even if it hasn't aired yet, it'll show you like the title and the whatever. thumbnail. The thumbnail. And you can if you try to watch it, it brings you to the future. No. It says, <laughs> you know, wait until seven thirty or whatever. I see. Um but once seven thirty hits, I think you can because HBO Now is called HBO Now, you can watch it. You can stream it when it's actually airing. Or whatever um yeah so i like that one because it's it's has a broad um worldview it's vice news yeah it feels a little more like bbc or something that takes a you know it's not just like what did trump do today i mean yeah. there's that but there's also like um different features um Like the one I just watched was focusing on the drug war in the Philippines, which I knew nothing about. Right. And the government is like mass, not mass murdering, but kind of, um, they're so against drugs. (laughs) And this guy like promised like, all right, we have a meth problem. I'm going to fix it. And he's just like murdering drug Uh, users yes, and jailing them. And it's really extreme. Hasn't
1: he, he also comes out with other, like, outrageous statements. He's very, like...
0: That would be consistent, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I knew knew nothing about that. um, Interesting. So I like having that kind of larger perspective on things. Um, Yeah. So I, this greater, I have this greater need, want to stay more informed. And I'm curious how people do it or fail to do it
1: right this is so um because i think you've expressed in the past couple of weeks that you were surprised by the shape of america
0: um and the
1: variance of opinions because we do we do live in a bubble right where we
0: thought something was certain and it wasn't although i was born in a different bubble so i i had a moment where I was surprised by the election and then I had a, another, after another couple of days, I was like, I should have known better. Right. Um, because I, I have seen first count, first
1: account. I think we'd, of, we'd also of suggested on Hunchpig that this could be, uh, <laughs> sort of another
0: example was Brexit where polling right. was totally wrong. Yep. Up and, you know. Yeah. Well, and even, um, towards the end, it was only a two or three point spread anyway. So like it wasn't even wrong. Didn't even have to be wrong by that much at that point. It was within the error. Right. But I think it was more just everyone kind of just felt like Hillary was going to win. I had a um,
1: interview with one of the, um, I guess he's a giant in the polling industries. I forget his name. Um, I'll look it up and add it to the show notes. Is it Nate Silver? Yes. From Five Thirty Eight. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's exactly who it is. Well done. <laughs> um, I won't have to add it to the notes now. Good. <laughs> um, and he was asked if he was going to change modeling for the future, seeing as they got it wrong. And he said no. <laughs> yeah. But, you don't
0: know how probability works. <laughs>
1: right. Um, which I found interesting because... I would think that you would always be Hmm. tweaking things. Like you never have a perfect um, prediction system. And I understand how I understand probability and that you can get things wrong. Mm -hmm. But I also like you, you can't have like a perfect system. Right. I mean, they were predicting like what 70% Hillary was going to win.
0: Yeah. Which actually was the lowest percentage of any, news organization yeah so like they were closest so that, right <laughs> and they were still like what, what why'd you guys get it wrong it's like but right before like for months before that everyone was saying what do you mean trump doesn't have a 30 percent chance of winning right like are you crazy are you crazy yeah and and i honestly thought and i may have said this on the podcast i'm not sure um i honestly thought that he was just hedging like he was tweaking the numbers oh, to hedge to... because he was so wrong about Trump winning in the primaries. Right. He was like, there's no way. like, Yeah. So it was way off, way, way, way off. Yep. And this time I thought it was like, well, I mean, if you say 70-30, even if it is 99%, 1%, you can't really go too wrong because if the 30% wins, you're like, oh, yeah, 30%. But if the (laughs) 70% wins, you're like, oh, yeah, 70%. Yeah. Yeah, We were pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but, but... Yeah, I so I also listen to the the 538. They have a podcast. Oh, okay. So, he talks a lot about they talk about the election itself, but they also talk a lot about the meta game of polling. Right. And the, the statistical how that all works, modeling and everything. Right, the yeah. models. Um, which a lot of it goes over my head, but um, interesting. But they I think one of the things that I learned from that that was um most interesting was that towards the end of every cycle, all of the polls kind of go to the same number. (laughs) Like, right. Like, um, what do you mean at the end of every cycle? Like towards the election? Like, okay. Yeah. Um, everyone kind of, even if the polls were previously like way off, right. It seems like everyone's like, Oh yeah, you're probably right. Like plus four for Hillary. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like Right. There's some weird um hand wavy stuff that goes on at the end where it's like yeah. you think they're not um They kind of artificially converge. Right. I think. They're sort of feeding um, off each other. Right. Exactly. Which that's what five three eight does is it's an aggregate of uh, um, Oh, other polling. Of all, all the other it's it's a meta poll. How did they get the that. lowest then? The
1: lowest so you said like seventy percent was really low, right? They must have had a bunch of polls that were well, they don't. Lower. They don't do.
0: They don't do an average. Okay. They do. They basically predict how likely the other polls are going to be uh, wrong. I see. <laughs> they they yeah, it's very meta, but they try to figure out based on that particular poll, like how it's performed in the past. Right. Um, they take all that into account. Um, a whole lot of other stuff, no count that I'm probably not it's above my pay grade, but um <laughs> it's above <my> pay grade. <laughs> they give you some numbers. Um, yeah.
1: Huh. Okay. Um so I think polling was wrong that surprised us surprised us. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't really have much more to say on <laughs> that. I have a lot to say, but I'm kind of tired. We should talk about other things. We brewed a beer. (sighs) Yeah, we brewed a beer. And it was in a cool new system, the Catalyst system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We didn't brew it in. Well, see, I don't mm, know what brewing is. (laughs)
0: Like
1: I do. Yeah. So, okay. After, at the end of brew day. Yeah. We poured the wort Mm -hmm. into the Catalyst brew system. Yeah, and then tossed in the yeast, which we had tried to. Um,
0: what did we try to do to it? Uh, uh, we tried to make a yeast starter. Yes, but <laughs> but <laughs> turns really... <laughs> out turns out
1: yeast starters take twenty four hours, and we didn't yeah. know. Well, I mean, it started, and so it had half an hour right to start. Whatever we did um, seemed to work well. Yeah, I looked more into. Uh, The difference between liquid yeast and dry yeast. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it turns out the dry yeast just has a much higher count of yeast
0: cells. Which I guess I was surprised by. So, yeah, you have a higher um, potential to have more active yeast from the dry yeast. Right. But I think it's more that the liquid yeast is like more ready to thrive when you pitch Mm. it. Is that the idea or no? I think, I guess so. Like the, the dry yeast is like more dormant. Yes. Um, so you have to make sure conditions are right to actually make it succeed. Right. Whereas it's a little easier, I think, um, to get the, the liquid yeast to right. do its thing. So actually a, a
1: week after we brewed, we brewed a extra special bitter mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, and a week after that, I brewed a something, something, something. Caribou slobber. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. Um, brown ale kind
0: yeah. of thing? Yeah. Hop. It,
1: they call it a hoppy brown ale? It is a hoppy brown ale, or, which... Okay. Um, I like moose and this is like a copy mm-hmm. of that. Um, so I guess I'm surprised, because maybe I don't know what hops are. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what brewing is. I don't know what hops are. Cool. Let's make some beer. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. It is... It definitely... Um huh. What am I trying to say? It's a they have a wide ranges of flavors. Right. So it can be easy to be like, oh yeah, that's what hops are. And then
1: yeah, a different beer, it's like So there's there's obviously a taste that I do not appreciate yep. in some beers. And I had assumed that it was the hops. <laughs> it's all, that's the bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh maybe I was wrong.
0: Yeah. Um Could be. Yeah. I doubt it though. <laughs> if I had infinite time and resources, um, mostly time, I would like. I like the idea of brewing. Um, what are they called? S- smash beers? Smash beers? Singer. Is that like? Smash oh, that's Baga? okay. So a smash is <laughs> is a single malt and single hop beer. Okay. So you can you can kind of it's you treat it scientifically where you say okay right. I have crystal malt and Hallertau hops or whatever. Like yes. oh that's what this german hop tastes like yep um and actually what i should do instead is actually uh a lot of breweries release not a lot of breweries but some breweries are actually releasing single hop beers okay so you can you try know, it try it without the oh the, and then like compare it to your own yeah or to just other single hop beers and yeah. say oh i like mosaic over this oh i see um, yeah and sort of refine that yep um palette. Anyway, I started yeah. looking more
1: into yeast because uh, I thought that I would make a yeast starter. Yeah. After our failed attempt at making a yeast starter. Hmm. And the thing that I found online is that with dried yeast, it doesn't matter. Is what everyone's saying. Doesn't matter. Oh. So oh. the dry yeast... Uh, I... So the dry yeast has a manufacturer, I went to their website, looked up the instructions for reactivating the yeast. And it specifically says don't use this for making a yeast starter. Interesting. You should just rehydrate it Mm -hmm. because the dried yeast has like a bunch of carbs around it. So it's like ready to go and they've sort of
0: Oh, they've planned for the fact
1: that you pitch it right. Yeah, they've just they've
0: designed it so that
1: it's at peak activation um 30 minutes after you've started hydrating it huh and so it has like very specific yeah. instructions you have to have uh just water at a particular temperature you have to make sure the water isn't um like pure water um oh so it, interesting so it hasn't been um distilled reverse osmosis or
0: distilled right. or something like that um, what's the reason for that just to have some minerals to I believe so it has to cling be, to or so I don't know I guess um it did
1: have an explanation but I didn't read it
0: yeah um and wow that kind of blows my mind that that like I don't usually think of these um I don't don't really think of this much of, like, we designed this fungus to behave in this way. It's like, whoa.
1: And it's interesting. Well, they probably didn't design it to behave in this way. They just took measurements. Yeah. And that's the way it behaves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so those are the
0: instructions for... Or they tried a bunch of strains and chose the one that has the characteristics that... They want. They're trying to optimize for. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But then I I was reading
1: online and people were saying, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter. Like... (laughs) You could make a yeast starter out of this, and it would be fine. It would, it yeah. would work. Yeah, um, I found it's a co- just
0: it's making a little. It's a mini beer right. that you're making, like it's and so it'll fa- work. I found
1: a couple of home brewers who had AB tested mm-hmm. and then uh, done blind tastings, and they had said there is no difference.
0: Yeah, it's probably one of those things where <laughs> extreme, like being able to control the temperature really well, is probably way more important than right. this. You know detail um so yeah so i I followed the
1: instructions that the manufacturer gave um i felt that the beer started straight straight away Mm -hmm. like i threw the i threw the yeast in and it was bubbling within
0: 20 minutes that's good that's rewarding i remember the last one you did you were so bummed that you didn't see any activity you're like i think it worked yes but you thought you had maybe a leak or something in the bucket so it is nice to have that immediate, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, it's doing things. I've done it. Yeah. Uh, and so that that was really exciting. Um, That's good.
1: And this is the first beer I've done a secondary fermentation on. Mm. So after a week, I figured primary was done because it had stopped bubbling for a while. And so I transferred it over to a... Um,
0: you didn't siphon it, you just used the, the spigot, right, with the hose? No, I had to siphon oh, it. Oh, you siphon it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, so my primary fermentation bucket doesn't have a tap. Got it. So I had to siphon it and I took a, um, gravity reading. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Now for the ESB. Yeah. The Casalist, that was a little simpler. Right.
0: So you did primary for a week and a half. Uh, let me pull up my note actually. Um, that sounds right. Yeah. I want to say nine or 10 days. Yeah. Um, which yeah, and I measured the specific gravity at the end of that and it was almost exactly where we wanted to be for final gravity. Right. Um So yeah, it was like one point oh one six. Um Oh wow. Yeah. So
1: you you had done some the calculation to work out the alcohol the A B V Yep. And that turned out to be 5%. Yeah, like almost after exactly. The wow. Yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah, it was really healthy. Like you yeah. said, it was, I mean, it started being active within hours. Of, yeah. So I think the yeast starter did something. Yes. Um, it definitely helped, uh, even though it wasn't, you know. I have heard from some brewers that do make yeast starters, and they say that if you do it right, I mean, optimally, I guess. Right. Um, you can get primary done in like a day or two. Like oh, it's wow. so crazy active. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that you want to take, take it off the yeast cake yet. Um, right. Cause you get some downsides from doing that too early. But, um, anyway, so yeah, so I, um, removed this yeast blob. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, so the Ian's showing me a photo <laughs> of, it looks like a pudding. It looks like a mason jar because that's what (laughs) it collects in. So yeah, so the catalyst, we've talked about this before, I think, but the bottom of it has a mason jar attachment. Um, So there's like a 12 ounce mason jar on there and it has a valve. So I closed the valve and all of the yeast had settled into the mason jar or most of it. So I harvested the yeast, put it in a different container, put it in the fridge. So it goes dormant. Um, and I could repitch with that yeast at some yeah. point. is it? Is um, that the plan? I want to. I I read something that you should do that within two weeks, though. Oh, which I don't have the time to brew that often. Right. Um. Mm. So maybe not. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know if I want to risk risk it. You know, if I have a, I want to try it because that's one of the whole like benefits of the catalyst thing is that you can easily well i think the main ben- i think
1: the main benefit is how easy it is to do a secondary fermentation to not transfer yeah, yeah
0: that's true um but i was excited about that part of it too yeah um, maybe i'll brew a mini batch like a little hmm. i don't know um i guess what's the worst that could go wrong so you bottled it yesterday yes And you,
1: so with the catalyst, the thing that's really cool about that is you just screw, you take off
0: the mason jar and then you screw on a little funnel shape type thing that goes to a tube and has a little clip so you can, yeah, you can bottle right from the same bucket. The only issue there was, um, so usually when you, usually you transfer the beer (coughs) to, (laughs) no problem. So you have the bottling bucket you pour in the sugar water first and then transfer oh. into that bucket. Oh right. So that you get a pretty even distribution of the sugar water. Yep. So that you don't have bottles that explode and some that aren't carbonated and yes. whatever. Um, how did you manage that with the castles? Yeah, so I just poured it in the top and stirred it with a with a sanitized spoon. Okay. For a while. Yeah. And hope for the best. Um <laughs> it, it, yeah, I don't know. I hope it worked. Interesting. So I'm more worried about exploding bottles than like
1: not having any carbonation. Right. Yeah. Right. But so, so before you had before you had done this, and obviously I wasn't there. You'd said you were concerned about there still being sludge at the bottom. So was yeah. the first when you did the
0: first bottle? Was that just crap? No. So it was kind of an illusion. So it looked like there was you know, six inches of uh, sediment yeast stuff down there still. But, well, for one thing, when I stirred it up, that cleared some of that. But also, when I put the the spoon down there just to, like, kind of play with it to see what was actually down there. Right. It was actually a really thin layer. It was just clinging to the sides. Okay. So the beer that came through was really clear. Um, Nice. It looked really, really nice. Yeah. Had a, a good, like, caramel kind of amber golden color to it which is really good um so yeah i think i think it's going to be pretty pretty well um clarified and nice it's gonna look good i'm excited yeah yeah um me too hopefully it's good uh it did smell uh like socks no (laughs) Uh, it smelled um it had a, a little bit of that Clovey character to it when I smelled it, but I'm hoping that's mm. just it's still a little immature, right? And the bottling will kind of finish off those flavors. Um, we'll see, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful.
1: Yeah, an ESB is quite
0: complex in terms of its flavor profile, right? So it's a British style, yes, British ale. Um, that is actually the name Extra Special Bitter. What are the other types of bitter? Is there like, a, I think there's like a strong bitter. Maybe? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm not sure. There's, there's a, wee, just, a wee bitter. That's just a bitter. Yeah. Bitter.
1: Okay. Um, uh, huh, uh-huh. so it's, it wouldn't be uncommon. Uh, if you would ask, say you go to a bar, you would ask like, do they have any half of Isens on tap? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be unusual to go to a bar in England and ask for,
0: uh, what bitters they have on tap. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I was looking. I was excited to to brew something that was not an IPA, and yeah. not a stout, but kind of somewhere in between that had a, also not a brown. I've I've brewed some brown ales, and they've been okay, but nothing that I'm like really excited about. Right. Um, they just kind of taste a little bit roasty and a little bit sweet and not very hoppy and, you know. They're okay. They're drinkable, but I'm like, eh. Right. But um, so the ESP seemed like it was a good um, a good balance of what I wanted some some caramel maltiness, but also some bitterness and some some yep. hop character. So.
1: And this is the first time you've brewed a beer, and it's hit literally all the numbers.
0: It's really, yeah. It's been really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like we had um, you know, we had a less than perfect brew day. I've never had a perfect brew day. I I think it, I thought it went really well. <laughs> I mean, it, it went well. We had, you know, there was always some little mishaps. What, uh, oh. what were they? I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> convenient. Yeah, it is convenient. Uh, yeah, no,
1: it was good. It was good. It was a perfect brew day. It was. We, we hit the exact hit, yeah.
0: Um, OG, original gravity. Original gangster. Mm, and yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Uh, We had a baby. Yeah. Figured we should just cover that in the same amount of time as the... the, As the beer? The beer. So,
1: (laughs) do you want to go over how Um, the whole having a baby thing happens for the Anderson family? (laughs) In terms of... it's always a story. There was a due date. Yeah. And that's usually... (laughs) That's like, for anyone who doesn't know, that's the predicted day that the baby <laughs> will will arrive. Yeah. Um, turns out Ian didn't know. Yeah. we Yeah. That that's what
0: it was. <sighs> it's kind of like the Hillary thing. We just didn't think it was going <laughs> to happen. Yeah. So um, where were you on the due date? So we were in a different state. Oh. Um we were in an island. Only because it's called Rhode Island. It's not actually an it's island. It's not actually an island. It <laughs> always confused me.
1: But you were sufficiently far away from the hospital you had chosen for said yeah. baby uh, to arrive.
0: We, let's call it two, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and what were you doing in Rhode Island? So, um, Katie from Massachusetts has a cousin who was getting married that day, ah, and she was adamant that we you know make an effort and i yeah I was like, oh, it'd be nice to try and go, and you know obviously it's probably the best excuse you could have that if we said we couldn't go, but right, let's make the effort, you know yeah, and everything we well <laughs> everything we had read that was also confirming kind of what we were thinking said. that you know uh if it's your first baby you'll be a couple weeks late and uh basically that i guess she she was so um yeah i don't know i guess that plus we just just didn't think you know what are the odds it's going to happen on your on on the day it was predicted right right and it is actually pretty low odds um of that happening i think so but it does happen (laughs) also um neither of us know what labor feels like right like i mean you still don't true true i don't (laughs) um but yeah the early signs of labor in hindsight were happening on our way down yep and just like oh you know feel a little weird but i don't think these aren't like yeah the real ones these aren't contractions (laughs) um they were
1: (laughs) so so you arrived in rhode island yeah and obviously you were concerned that something might be happening so you just waited and then eventually
0: drove (laughs) drove her to the hospital i feel like this is a trap (laughs) uh yes no um you know, it was an occasion, and my brother-in-law had some whiskey out, and he's like, yeah, hey, you want some whiskey? I was like, "Ah, oh, sure, I'll have some whiskey. <laughs> I've, you know, I've been known to have some whiskey. Um, you know, I was, yeah, I was somewhat responsible. I wasn't, like, going crazy, having a couple glasses of whiskey. Um, meanwhile, Katie's kind of going to the bathroom and, you know, kind of feeling weird, but she, she thought she was just being paranoid and I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And then at some point I came in and she had WebMD open and just looked kind of different. <laughs> like before that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, who knows? And then it was like, uh, you look, your face looks serious oh, in a way that yeah. is, diff- is new. Um, and um, <laughs> so she called the, you know, our, hotline doctor's hotline or whatever and they said well yeah you know who knows but you should just come in and get evaluated (laughs) at the hospital you know yeah where you have the baby and she's well we're not close to the hospital (laughs) (laughs) oh well you should go to a hospital a hospital and get evaluated so so yeah Still had on her mind that, oh, it's probably just, probably just feeling weird and yeah, whatever. Best to just go check it out. Maybe she had some weird food or, you know, but okay, let's do it. Um, we'll just go just to confirm that it's not happening. Yeah. Come back, you know, go to the wedding, whatever. Then it was a matter of finding a hospital. <laughs> so um, someone was convinced that there was a hospital in Portsmouth rhode island and that it was a good one um so we were thinking about either going there or to newport hospital uh which we had seen in a google result that it existed (laughs) (laughs) and it had a picture of it that was sketchy and it looked like it was you know this old brick building from um 1905 that could have been an insane asylum or something weird kind of dark and dingy looking you know right like oh let's have a baby there yeah so uh turns out the Portsmouth Hospital doesn't exist it's not (laughs) it's not they don't have a hospital it wasn't my that's why it was so good right yeah (laughs) so we went to Newport Hospital yep um in Anuba there was a (laughs) I saw a path you know two paths that I could take (laughs) one being the The uh, as the first act of fatherhood, (laughs) (laughs) driving drunk, slightly drunk, yeah, like probably almost definitely fine. Yep, to the hospital or call an Uber. Yep, I called an Uber. Yeah, (sighs) Eh, it's fine. I can swallow my pride. You know, (laughs) I'd rather be that guy than the no, no. That's it was really about pride. I think right. I think that was the right choice because you can be. Everyone knows that that guy who's like, "No, I can do this. I got this." Right. That's what, like pride. Uh. And I took it like, "I'm going to swallow my pride." Yeah. Have someone else drive us.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, the problem so, with alcohol is that it makes you more confident. Yes. So the more the more you drink, <laughs> the more you think that you... So
0: I hadn't had that much. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huh. Yeah. It's kind of a paradox. Yeah. Um anyway, we got there uh, eventually. (laughs) And they dropped us off and we saw the scary, (laughs) the scary (laughs) building of the hospital. Yep. That looked not great. It was Um, a storm happening in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, (laughs) we went in there, checked in and, you know, Katie was like, Oh, I'm embarrassed. I feel like they're just going to be like, no, you're silly. Just go home. And I, you know, (laughs) they checked us in and, um, Pointed us towards the, like, real hospital, like, the nice wing that we couldn't see, (laughs) like, behind. The one that was nestled inside the castle. Right. This, like, beautiful, um, brand new looking wing. Like, oh, okay, good. So we checked in, had this really, really nice, um, lady with an Australian accent, um, take us in and, uh, started, you know, asking questions and, and, um. Examining Katie and trying to figure out what was going on. Um, and we quickly learned that she was in labor. <laughs> it was happening. <laughs> yep. And they gave us a, at that moment, said, well, if you really want, you can try to make it back to your hospital. Like, start driving. And it's just like, uh, nope. two hours. Yeah. Baby in a call. Mm-hmm. No, not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some stories about <laughs> yeah babies and cards um and in hindsight that was a good idea we stayed um whew. yeah um yeah i mean this story can be as long as we make it but yeah everything happened <laughs> everything happened yeah uh um, yeah then there was a baby then there was a baby everyone's healthy and happy and and now you're a dad now i'm a dad yeah yeah how does that feel turns out that hospital is one of the best birthing centers in the region uh, now <laughs> well yeah <laughs> that's
1: what you're telling everyone
0: <laughs> uh, it turns out you know yeah it turns out they can ha- they can deliver babies yeah they know how to do that
1: um i wouldn't be surprised if it's the best birthing that's hospital in the world that, that
0: is another funny piece of the story is that my brother-in-law as we were in the uber my brother-in-law called the hospital and said something along the lines of can you deliver babies (laughs) we got there and we said like yeah you know and they're like oh did did you call like no like oh well someone called ask it if we delivered babies and we're like yeah we we deliver babies like oh yeah that was that was charlie from massachusetts um yeah there's there's a lot more to the story obviously, but, um, everything. Yeah. There were some really, uh, superstar women that were just great doctors and nurses and got us through everything. And excellent. It was scary, but, uh, we have a beautiful little boy. He's eight weeks old. Um, and I've been telling people it's parenting is harder and, Better than I imagined. Harder and better. Both of those things. Okay. It's more difficult and more rewarding than I... That's good. ...was thinking. Or I could have thought. Yeah. Um,
1: I think you also don't yeah. really know what the hard things are going to be until you have your super special snowflake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so you have a... Uh, You have something that we didn't have Mm -hmm. that my wife is incredibly jealous of and Mm. if we have more kids she wants. (laughs) Um, which is a baby cure egg. Oh, (laughs) okay. I thought you were gonna say the whirlpool tub in the
0: hospital, but okay. Oh, that was a whirlpool? Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. So that would be great. If you don't know I uh, could have a soak uh, while Newport, Rhode Island is like a like a beachfront resort type community. Okay. Um uh, you could say hoity-toity if you wanted to. It's a little hoity-toity. Yep. Uh, you have to say it with W's. Hoity, hoity. Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. It is very hoity-toity. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I saying? <laughs>
1: whirlpool. Whirlpool. You thought I was yeah, going to yeah. say Whirlpool, uh, but I said Keurig.
0: Right. They have a um, uh, basically a, a Whirlpool tub. It's exactly a world. It's not basically. It's a it's whirlpool not, tub. Not, it's um, not basically in every room. It's very complex. They did apologize for along the same lines for um, our room not having an oceanfront view. Oh yeah, because on the other side, did you demand? They did. <laughs> did like you we weren't really planning for you, so sorry you had to. You know, take this room yeah. with the whirlpool tub, and so we <laughs> joked like the whole time that it was like unacceptable. You know, uh, no, that it was like a B and B oh yeah you know it's like oh this is our newport getaway (laughs) but yeah so baby keurig yeah is exciting it is it's It's, pretty cool it's really nice um i (laughs) had this kind of quick reaction to it when when we i think katie sent it to me and linked to me and i immediately thought she was joking that we should get it because it just seemed like such a silly device right because you know up until then we were mixing formula the powder and the in the water and you try to Yeah. Like animals. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> shake it up. You gotta make sure all the you know, it's not too bubbly, you gotta make sure it's the right temperature and uh the right amount, all this stuff. Um I was like, Oh, that's silly. And then I mean I was like, Oh, you can just push a button and it makes formula the right temperature? <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's get it. So I literally just picked it up that day from Target. Like, yeah. okay. Uh but it's cool. Yeah, it looks like a carry is the water tank. There's the powder thing and uh you say how many ounces you want it heats the water to 98 degrees hit the button pours you out yeah formula. there you go you have milk yeah it's great uh, yeah that does sound great yeah <laughs> uh and yeah i mean you can get the pre-mixed stuff but that's way more expensive yes so this seemed like a, a good long-term kind how of much is the machine uh it was like a hundred and fifty dollars. Okay.
1: That probably doesn't actually get you that much pre mixed
0: formula. Right. Not to mention the convenience and peace of mind. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Although I guess, yeah, sorry, if we're comparing it to the pre mixed stuff, then right. I guess you'd have that too. But it warms it at the correct temp, which is nice. Yep. Correct. I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a good temperature
1: to put into a baby.
0: Yeah. Uh, which we were not doing at first, um, partially because it was inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, eh, I don't know. Because from what we had read, it's like, whatever your baby is used to is what, is what they, they want. Yeah. Right. So if you make them used to warm warm formula, then they'll be spoiled and want that all the time. <laughs> <They'll be spoiled. laughs> For the rest of their lives, they'll expect. <laughs> exactly. All of their food is 98 degrees. <laughs> We also have wipe warmers. Wipe? Oh, that's... So wow. each of the grandmas purchased one wipe warmer. <laughs> so we have one on our main floor and one upstairs. Um, so do you put in like a full package of wipes? You put so, in a whole thing of wipes. Wow. And you plug it in. And, and it warms and, them. Yeah. So it's another way. That that's this, fancy. This kid is going to be... It's going to struggle to adapt it to... To any
1: know. colder temperatures. Or yeah. Anything. Rough cold he isn't going to enjoy winter or saunas or
0: (laughs) (sighs) yeah (laughs) um yeah right now the the kind of theme of the of the uh month i guess you could say or past few weeks is (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure out um does he have a milk allergy does he have a lactose intolerance does he have a Lactose sensitivity. These are all different things that I did not know about. Okay. Um, having to do with protein and being able to, to digest it or just being allergic to something. And so we're trying different formulas, but uh, it turns out the half life of this protein is longer than. Uh, you can't just like try a different thing and be like, oh, is it working now? It's like, well, right. you have to, there's that lag time of it's still in that system of the experiment and meanwhile they're growing into a person that they yeah weren't the day before getting rid of the <laughs> like
1: sensitivities or
0: yeah there's yeah. so many variables which is probably a good kind of microcosm for what parenting is <laughs> as a whole of like yeah yep. you just try to juggle all these things at the same time and you don't really ever know what's exactly working but you just keep trying stuff and yep which is yeah it's frustrating to <laughs> as someone who likes, you know, logic and reason and, and scientific methods. Yes. And yeah, I think there's a knowing like this is actually what is working or not. It's like, uh, I don't yeah, know.
1: we had mentioned a, uh, Ted talk, um, five parenting taboos, I think. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they talk about, um, is, you know, you sort of get into your twenties and, um, everything kind of stabilizes, uh huh. You're sort of at a consistent happiness level. You get a good job or emotion uh, level. Right. It's like you don't dip into these, you know, really tough moments, and you don't have these like ecstatic
0: highs. Right. Um, um all the time. Right. Um, um, assuming you're, you know, middle class or at least or whatever, you know. Yes. yes. You're not like a lot of a drug addict there. and yeah, yeah. But um, but if you're watching a TED talk, <laughs> yes. <laughs> can probably assume that some of those things um and
1: or at least this is what this couple had experienced Mm -hmm. in their life yeah and then they had kids and it's like there's everything goes tits up like it's just massive highs and horrific lows yep um in the same day yeah (laughs) and your life your sort of standard is just a roller coaster yep um and like the goal is just to have sort of like an average that's <laughs> yeah around happy-ish. Right. Um, because there are moments where you're just like, I have no fucking idea what to do. Everything's horrible. I'm pretty <sighs> yeah. sure you're going to die. <laughs>
0: and... Yep. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. It does feel like quite the leap of faith when you actually take this child home. Like leaving the hospital is super exciting and so frightening. Yeah. I like just oh well, yeah. The other thing we did deal with was the first drive home was two out two and a half hours. Right. Which yeah. is rare. Right. Like you're just <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like drive 10, 10 miles an hour, yeah. one mile home, and it's like, oh god, we have like a trip. <laughs> like what what if he freaks out on the way home? What are we gonna do? Yeah. There's no nurses to call and like help us. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, um, Hmm. (laughs) it's interesting. I,
1: uh, I don't know. So there's a card here that says trying to be a fun dad.
0: Oh, uh, I think, yeah, I think what I, wow, it's a while ago. (laughs) It's been so long. (laughs) Uh, so Halloween happened also since our last, um, pig yeah. We so my first official act of trying to be a fun dad, which my baby is no knows nothing about. But yeah, it's fine. I'm investing. I mean, it's mostly for you. It's practice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, went to Home Depot. Okay. Um, that's it. That's it. (laughs) It's, It's trying to be fun. Uh, they had a display for the for Halloween. Um showing off this projector that uh you put inside the house and project under a window it's called window fx okay and it does scary things shows ghastly ghouls and goblins and zombies and ghosts so did you get it oh yeah god i I haven't seen it oh man that's incredible i have some video (laughs) it's really cool that is cool i got it um it's on whatever it's on sale it's all hoax everything's on sale whatever yeah it was it was like definitely under my um what do you call it threshold for impulse it was like you know what let's just get it if this is even half as cool as it looks in this demo (laughs) it's totally worth this (laughs) and it's awesome yeah so brought it home and and it was it was as cool as it looked like (laughs) It's it's creepy looking. It's everything you ever hoped for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. like it. I'm going to interrupt this podcast to show you a video of it so you can react to it. Real Excellent.
1: Way. So we, we, uh, I panicked um, two days before Halloween because I suddenly panicked that we need to embrace Halloween as a holiday, mm. which um, I typically
0: haven't. Okay.
1: It's not. As big in England, although it's been getting bigger and bigger.
0: Um, does Does England do Halloween or All Saints Day? We do Halloween and All Saints Day, both. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, but I think we there's you know a certain amount of American culture that yeah um, influences the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and we're picking up on Halloween in England. Yeah, yeah. But I suddenly panicked that like oh god like Paige is a person at this point. <laughs> like this is maybe the first halloween where she, i've yeah
0: yeah she has a personality and and uh yeah exactly and desires i desires and yeah
1: two days before i realized we've done nothing we have no <laughs> no um costume. decorations yeah. no costumes nothing no candy maybe i need to just do something and so i went on to amazon and got a witch's costume costume mm-hmm. on amazon prime yeah um and which was great it was a great decision yeah page was so she looked so happy and yeah she was so excited and it fit her like perfectly yeah it was it was really good it was amazing yeah like this as soon as it got home she was just like i need to put this on now <laughs> like, <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah that's um cool. and she she wore it for halloween and then she wore it for the monday after halloween going to daycare nice uh they had told us that monday was costume day yeah and so all the kids would be wearing costumes um, but what ended up happening was only half of the kids wore costumes mm. um which means that I consider myself more American,
0: yeah than the average the average you're above the the mean, yeah,
1: yeah, American
0: parent, wow, so I thought that was it's big, that was pretty good and then the the costume part is definitely the most joyful part of Halloween, like thinking as a parent now. Like, obviously, when I was a kid, I just wanted the candy. Right. But, well, but I also enjoyed some costume. Like, when you when you hear the stories about, like, the kids want to wear the costume every day for a week, yeah. like, that's fun. The candy part is more kind of greedy and, like, she brings she, out, like, other... She was excited. Personality traits uh, <laughs> that are so less joyous sometimes. Jess took her
1: trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. and um, we'd go up to strangers' houses and... Yeah, ring the doorbell and Paige would just go silent oh, and oh. Re- refuse to oh, say anything yeah. i mean that's pretty standard yeah really. and, and so she'd hold her she had this cauldron yeah for collecting candy yeah and she'd just hold it close to her and then she'd look really <laughs> nervous <laughs> as people came and oh, put candy in her yeah. cauldron and then eventually she got comfortable enough to like hold it out nice but i think that was more so people would not guess as
0: close to her it is a weird expectation that we have on kids like like oh this is normal we're just going around to strangers houses and like we do this all the time this just happened now you're just dressed up and you you know yeah no this is like the one day (laughs) of the entire year and where this is okay yeah like yeah it's weird um but
1: what would end up happening is uh people would say things like oh happy halloween and like try and talk to her and things dead silence (laughs) and then they'd close the door and she would quietly go
0: Happy Halloween. <laughs> and
1: and just would that's be like, cute. that is so cute. But could you please do that to yeah, people's yeah. faces?
0: Yeah. Aw. All right. You ready okay. for this? Yeah. So there's different oh, you like, put, scenes. Oh, you
1: put it on the second floor.
0: Yeah. The, wait, what do you call it? Uh, the second yeah. floor, yes. Yeah. So
1: this is one of the little videos. Oh, that's terrifying. That's <laughs> Skeleton's ballroom dancing.
0: <laughs> it's got like a top hat. That's amazing. Only a top hat, I guess. Yeah. Um then naked. That was on yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> but so there's that and there's also audio. So oh, on so Halloween we had it um in the lower window. So it was more like close to yeah. where people were actually walking up. Um Did you get many trickle treaters? I imagine this neighborhood would be pretty big for it. Yeah, we had a good amount. Um
1: yeah. we had like four. ah, uh, Which was disappointing.
0: Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, I remember when we were in Malden, I think we had maybe six or eight or something. Yeah. Right. Not a whole lot. But yeah, we had probably, uh, 40. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like that. It was good. Good street. Yep. Um, our, our next door neighbor is really fun too. They, they go all out. They have this, um. Like graves in the garden and. They have that and they have this bat that's like attached to the power line. (laughs) Like by like a fishing. Yeah. Line. So everyone's like, what? How is that bat like floating there? Yeah, flying around. Um, they also <laughs> have this big spider in the yard that I think the guy who lives there can like control this like oh. puff of like air. Yeah. So like when people are like leaving, he'll usually like wait until they're like walking around next to him and he'll hit it and it's like, <laughs> and like oh God, <laughs> everyone freaks out. Um, So it was fun to... It was fun because they they were like super impressed by our thing. Like, okay, we're like arriving to the neighborhood. Like, yeah, I didn't want to like want like I was like I don't want to you know one up you. I don't think we did. Yeah, I just wanted to you know show a little bit of something. Yeah, here. So um, it was fun. Excellent. Got a lot of good comments. Like, oh, what's going on in that window? What's on? <laughs> like some people were actually. And kids too are like, mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. That looks <laughs> terrifying. I'm gonna stand at the edge of your driveway and just <laughs> stare and not move. Like that happened a couple <laughs> times. Like, cool. Um, it looks really good. Yeah, there's one that's really creepy. That's like um, zombie invasion, and it's just um, oh, like hands coming up. Yeah, like oh. hands and like like faces like mushing into the window, and it's like that one's creepy because it. It feels realistic more than like dancing skeletons do. Yes. You know, like, oh, that could be happening right now. <laughs> like, that's weird. And the noises are just like, <laughs> you know, it's good. Uh, they also have like Christmas things and other holidays, but I feel like that's like just cheesy at yeah. that point. Like, if I put an ornament, just cheesy. Yeah. If I put an ornament in the window, like, is that, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But we'll see. There's like fireworks for Fourth of July, and eh. I don't want to be like that house that's like <laughs> always pulling out the projector. Right. <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we'll yeah, yeah, keep it. Maybe we'll do that. Keep it for Halloween. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good purchase. Oh, we had
1: talked before about like where you're storing your photos. Yeah. And you said you don't take a lot of photos. <sighs> right. Um, And you suggested that that would change after becoming a father. (laughs) Right. And I'm curious if it has, because it didn't change for me. Um, Yes, definitely. uh, So you take loads of pictures of baby Dylan? Yep. As Paige would say. (laughs) Yep. So this is... See, I take a lot more pictures now, but when she was really small... (laughs) Oh my God. This is a single... You just dress him up. (laughs) Within five
0: minutes. Yeah, we put a Santa hat on him and had a little photo shoot on his chair Santa's shorts on his chair that you got him oh oh yeah a little picture chair with Dylan yeah um so there's literally (laughs) probably 75 pictures of him uh, in this costume (laughs) oh so yes yeah previously I would have taken 75 photos like uh a year on a on a vacation like a week (laughs) vacation and this is like uh, five minutes on the chair yeah so the answer is yes
1: <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way yeah want to take a break yeah I've been playing The Witcher 3 The Witcher 3 yeah have you heard of The Witcher The Witcher series
0: yeah what is someone who witches? What does it mean to witch? So a witcher is um,
1: in sort of this universe is someone who goes around and kills monsters for money. And monsters
0: so, including witches?
1: Uh, no, generally not witches. Uh, witches are generally fine.
0: That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it's a bounty hunter. Yes for monsters for monsters. Okay. So like a, like a Van Helsing
1: type. Yeah. Exactly. Thing. Okay. Um they're like a group who have um like questionable methods for becoming monster hunters. Uh they basically have to undergo um mutation conversion therapy uh to sort of gain the Strength and resistance to toxins, Yep. to be able to fight monsters. Uh, and so they take people's children as payment for some contracts.
0: As payment?
1: Wait, whoa. Because there are some there are some people who can't pay with money.
0: Oh, and, to kill a monster? Yeah. They say, okay, we'll kill your monster that's that's uh, eating your crops. Yep. But you have also to give us a child, take your baby. And yeah. they're gonna that baby becomes a witcher, basically. Oh, they bring him into the fold.
1: Yeah. Whoa. But the way they become witches is um, they basically fill them with these things, potions mm-hmm. that um, cause them to mutate, mm-hmm. um, which gives them a bunch of uh, sort of extra
0: Midichlorians. Yeah.
1: Basically, um, but only a third of people who go through this survive. Ooh. Um, okay. I think they call it the trial of the grasses, I think. Okay. Um, and, you know, anyway, once you once you are taken to become a witcher, there's not a high it's... survival chance. I think there's like three different stages. In some, it.
0: some combination of boot camp and <laughs> torture. Yeah. And... Hardening. It's of very, soul. <laughs> very morally questionable.
1: <laughs> sure. Um, okay. There are basically three stages, and at each stage, they lose about two thirds. Oh, okay. Of of yeah, the kids going through it. Wow. And after the third stage, they begin on. They're all
0: kids at this point.
1: They're yeah, and at the end of the third stage, they're usually getting into adulthood. Well, so they take your baby. Well, they actually they usually take children, not
0: babies. <laughs> they take your baby, okay. Um, so elementary school, so I
1: think uh, ten to thirteen. Maybe. Okay,
0: right on the yep yep. Okay, on the on the cusp of adolescence. Yep. Um, wow, I mean that's a pretty cool storyline. Yeah, sounds sounds uh,
1: um, interesting. Well, once you've become a witcher, you are, um, you know, basically you have a. Amazing immune system, great healing abilities, um, enhanced strength, eyesight—all those sorts of things. You're infertile, so they can't have any kids of their own, mm. uh, which is why they need to take other people's. So
0: you play a Witcher. In you this do. Game? You play Geralt of Ruvier. and um, one third of the people who buy the game die right away. <laughs> and <Yep. laughs> that's just you know, yeah. Those are the odds. There are various
1: game. points during the story at which more people.
0: Yeah. So I've gotten all the way through. So how much money have you... Paid? How many times have you bought the game? <laughs> wow. Um, it's a lot of fun.
1: It's a good game. It's an MMO or no? No. No, it's... Uh, they've had three games, <clears throat> obviously. And the third one is similar to like Skyrim or Oblivion. Okay. sort of a open world yep. concept.
0: Um, Morrowind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I tried to play Morrowind once and... I think I was immediately like killed by a rat or something like I didn't, I didn't know how to do anything <laughs> yeah and I just I made someone mad in the town then I tried to like run away and like something like bit me and I died <laughs> something beat. I, I was just like what uh, I don't think this is the game for me This <laughs> seems hard I like the idea of those games right um I, I don't know I just didn't put the time in to yeah to figure it out but it's based on a
1: series of books um by a Polish author hmm. and so originally the books were um released in polish
0: uh, mm-hmm. and there's you, some there's you can some buy deep Eng- english translations there's some deep um thought behind it all and, and yeah, the world feels genuine and it's
1: a very dark version of like tolkien's ideas hmm. so there are elves and dwarves um but they're basically referred to as non-humans, and
0: humanity has persecuted them to the point of... Could someone consider... Do some of the people in this world consider elves monsters that they'd want to kill? Yes. Or does everyone agree that... They basically, oh, okay.
1: They basically consider them a inferior race to so, humans. and so oh, okay. There's like, you know, systemic racism between...
0: <laughs> yeah. Them. So monsters include what? Elves
1: and... Well, so they're not... They're not considered monsters. They are sentient. So there is like a loose um, code that witches follow. They generally agree not to kill anything sentient. Um, unless it's... Doesn't
0: sentient just mean
1: self-aware? or I guess. So you wouldn't consider a um, wild animal sentient?
0: Was my understanding? Uh, I think you would. I would. Sentient... Sentient, I think, is just means that you're self-aware and you can like able control. to perceive or feel things. Yeah. So, like a raccoon, a raccoon can do that, for example. But I don't think all animals perceive, able to perceive things. It's pretty broad. Hmm. Hmm. Whereas maybe, maybe conscious, maybe like a yeast. Uh, is not considered is not sentient because maybe conscience con-
1: <clears throat> conscious is the word i mean
0: con- like Ooh, consciousness maybe lacking a conscience anyway anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so yeah they have a basic um like they generally won't kill elves or humans or anything like that they have like some that. sort of code where they're like yeah eh, that's um, um over the line higher vampires generally um, can be left alone as long as they're not performing genocide, right?
0: am I recording? I hope so yep, okay. I just had a weird fear like I left the oven on, but I mean wasn't. that's not a weird fear. It's not that weird okay <laughs> uh that sounds fun yeah so you're you're uh did you beat the game? yes, okay, yesterday um. And Do I enjoy talking it... about how long that took, or like what who <laughs> does Steam tell you or I or like Yeah, I
1: can open up Steam and tell you how many hours I put into it. I mean you don't have to it... tell me, but
0: I'm I'm curious.
1: It wasn't a small number. Right. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> like one... days of time. Uh maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is small compared to WoW and that kind of thing, right? 203 hours. Okay.
1: Eight, nine days? I think actually there's a lot of that where it was just idle. Yeah. Because there have been obviously days where I'll play for a bit and then Paige wakes up from her nap. Right. And then I just leave it paused until the evening.
0: So... Oh, and Steam counts that as the game is running. The game is running. Yeah. Okay. So you've been playing. for.
1: So actually, that's a lot higher than I
0: think. Yep. It should be. Cool. I do like the... I don't know. I like that it's completable. <laughs> yes. Um, I've always... I think we've talked about this, I think. But yeah, I just... I tried WoW once and it's just like... Yeah want to just want it to end i <laughs> <laughs> want to be done <laughs> just want to play a game and be done yeah um but then like mini metro doesn't have an end uh but each game does okay right yeah it's not this one ongoing hellscape Hells- that i just <laughs> never <laughs> can quit
1: Hunchpig recommends world of warcraft <laughs> <laughs> Unending <Never>. hellscre- hellscape
0: hellscape
1: <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> So I, that's not the only video game I tried recently. Ooh. oh! I tried out the virtual realities. Yeah. In, uh, how? Year? Using, using the Vive. Who's The, it's someone's, it's actually a long time listener. Um.
0: Cool. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah.
1: We'll just leave it at that.
0: Hmm. Was it cool? It was. It was excellent. Did you feel, did it make you feel, um, alive?
1: Uh, I mean, I generally feel alive. Oh, okay. It made, so I think the, the thing that was most different From anything else. It's not sort of the ability to look around and see everything, but to have hands in virtual reality. Yeah. So you have these two controllers that you hold Mm -hmm. in your hands. And uh, when you're in VR, you can see them. But basically, you're invisible. You can see... You can see the controllers. As controllers? As controllers. They've modeled them as
0: controllers. You see a virtual representation of the controllers? Yes. Weird. But it's
1: very um, accurate. Whoa! So you, you like hold- because there's cameras that are set up in the room, so they they can right. work out where the controllers are and their
0: orientation. So it's and- not like the Wii where it where the controller itself has the sensors, or do they also have sensors that like? Um, no, I imagine like orientation. Must, they must have sensors that they're sending. It's probably a combination of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's
1: really cool. Like um, uh, <clears throat> we ran through the tutorial. Which sort of gets you comfortable with uh, all of the buttons on the controllers and everything, yeah, and how they work. But you can see, like, there's a trigger on the back of each controller, and you can watch, like, as you press it, the trigger go in and in and out. Whoa! And so it's like detecting how far in you've yeah pressed the trigger and cool rendering that, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, But then, what's really cool is that they. they then change the controller so like um you can go and like uh pick up some objects that's like a remote in the game oh and it changes the controller to look like the re- so it you feel like you're holding
0: oh neat a remote so that's the tactile kind of portion of it that yeah say oculus rift doesn't have
1: yes yeah it's incredible
0: whoa um that's neat
1: there was uh, there was a game uh, where you basically use a slingshot, yeah, and think sort of Angry Birds but in virtual reality, uh-huh. and so you sling things into these uh, yeah, stacks yeah. of boxes, and some of
0: them are explosive. It's a lot of fun. <sighs> Whoa. Um, that that it's reminding me kind of. I mean, what I want to play, I think, in this world is like Half Life Two. Was yes. it Gravity Gun? So it's, and like that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So it's actually.
0: Um, are you impressed with my reference of Half Life Two? I am. I'm very impressed. Okay. So this was from the uh, the same developers.
1: Oh, so oh neat. It, this it game, feels
0: it feels like Portal and like it that is kind of. So you've played Portal Two. I've played Portal One. Okay. I may have not played Portal Two.
1: So at the I'm end sure. of Portal One, there are the um, cores that you're taking out of Glados. That all have personalities.
0: Oh, I didn't beat portal one. Oh. <laughs> I don't well, no, I probably did. I think I did. I okay. don't know. I don't really remember though.
1: Uh so there are there are these cores and those are the things that you're using as slingshot ammo. Okay. And so they're they're talking as
0: you're doing it. And they So this uh, is like portal five or something? Or... It's I mean it's in that
1: world, but what is it called? It's I don't know what it was called. Oh, okay. Just but it's a valve thing. VR uh the lab is the what it was lab. called. Neat. Yeah. And so these calls are talking, but they actually got the um, voice actor for Rick and Morty to do a couple. (laughs) And so one of them sounds like Morty, and it's hilarious.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. All right. Um, So up until now, uh, I've been treating VR kind of like 3D televisions. Should I take it more seriously? I
1: would take this more seriously.
0: Seems like everyone's working on it. Um, this was so good. From like, Facebook to... I mean, Apple's probably doing something. They haven't yeah. really shown anything. Google's obviously doing stuff. It's all over the place.
1: Yeah. The, gra- the graphics weren't great, but I didn't care because it had this... Feeling. Tactility that I could... And so, yeah. with the slingshot thing, you sort of reach out with your, your controller, yeah. grab a hold of the thing, and then you're holding the back of the slingshot. Mm-hmm. And so you would pull back, aim... Uh, yeah. There was a point where I was like crouching down to get more height <laughs> yeah. on this thing. And then you let go and you see
0: the physics is so good. Like, I think I'm not sure what I would prefer. Like what I have enjoyed from the VR experience is YouTube videos of people <laughs> playing VR. <laughs> There's like the grandpa. Have yep. you seen the one where he's like this 80 year old guy is like fighting zombies? Oh no. And he's just like punching, like going crazy. And he's like... <laughs> He keeps, like there's the whole family is like in the living room. Yeah. And everyone keeps like trying to avoid him like grandpa stop like they're trying to get the headset off of him cuz yeah. he's like so in the world and like Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's having like flashbacks to World War 2 <laughs> or I don't know. But it yeah, it's funny to watch people do it. Yeah. Hmm. Are you considering uh a purchase of uh I think thing? I think that's going to set
1: you back like 2 grand. What? Because you basically, the the VR system, uh-huh. like with the headset and the controllers and cameras. the cameras, is about $800. Okay. But then you need a computer that's capable of running oh, these games. okay. And so you need a rig that has, like, yeah, twinned graphics cards and... Yep, yep, yep. Um, which... It's going to set you back the best part of a grand maybe I feel like we're just on the grand. cusp
0: of this stuff too. I feel like it's going to yeah. be that would be obsolete within a year. Not obsolete, but like Right. I mean, maybe effectively. It's, it's <laughs> like super early adopter stuff. It's so at the moment process and processor intensive that Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is so good. I <clears throat> I wouldn't recommend getting it, but I would highly recommend everyone find a place to try it. Yeah. Um So hmm. Um actually I think we've mentioned Edward Lovell before
0: on the podcast because mm-hmm. he's given
1: Yeah. Um listener feedback.
0: Oh is this is he is he the one who uh yeah. invited yeah I saw that he invited us to check it out at some Yeah.
1: Point. So uh I did that on Thursday. Nice. And it was incredible. Oh man. Yeah. Uh
0: well thank you Edward for the uh opportunity. Yeah. No it was I
1: can't recommend it enough uh there was only one point at which um a lot of people talk about like getting motion sickness yeah in vr there was only one point where that happened and that was you only threw up once (laughs) yeah i only like (laughs) projectile yeah pretty much (laughs) brought up my lungs no i (laughs) um where i got that moment of dissonance Mm -hmm. where i'm looking at something and it doesn't match what my body is feeling oh Yeah. And your body goes, what the fuck is happening? I'm going to bring up your food. Um, can you? Do they model your vomit in the VR Oh, yeah. No, they totally. <laughs> um, wh- one of the cool things you can do is you can press a button and a like screen comes up next to your controller that shows the real world. So they have a camera point built into the headset.
0: What? And so you press
1: this button and you're like, oh, yeah, there's a wall there. I better not walk into that or...
0: Oh, man.
1: And so there were moments where I'd, uh, like, press that and have a conversation with someone.
0: That's really cool. While in VR. And... Wait, so there's a camera on the actual headset? <laughs> yes. As well? Okay. <laughs> it's not a good camera, but yeah. it doesn't have to be. No, no, no. <laughs> um, it even, I almost feel like it it works with the idea of having a little heads-up display thing, that it would be kind of grainy. Yeah. Like, it almost is better that it's, yeah. like, not great. Yeah i mean it felt so much like the future oh, like cool and
1: the fact that you would press a button and this
0: yeah, yeah. this screen Minor- minority would report just style.
1: hover yeah next to your hand and so wherever you moved your oh.
0: hand that's where the screen would <laughs> be it was so good but the thing but the stuff that's on the screen is changing at the same time you move it yeah it's wherever you but, yeah. wherever you're looking yeah wow yeah. um should we unbox this thing
1: yeah, so you have a mysterious Amazon box. Okay. Oh, I didn't tell you the one thing that made me sick. Oh. So uh, they they had a um, one where you stand in like a Welsh landscape, I guess. Like a rolling hills and... Yep. Um, and so you can walk around uh, in this area. And this was fantastic. And I did this for ages. But then there was a point at which I looked down. Mm-hmm. And the floor is uneven. And I tried walking forward Ugh. And walking on flat ground While your eyes are telling oh. you the floor is uneven
0: Ugh. Yeah <laughs> Your feet are confused
1: Yeah, and every, just like... everything went Ugh. At that point And I was like, okay, nope. never looking down again Alright, you ready for this? Yeah, what is it? What the da fuck da is
0: that? An
1: Echo B3 the smarter Wi-Fi thermostat with room sensors. It's for homes with more than one room. I see, yeah, it says that right on the box. <laughs> Works with Apple HomeKit. Which is a funny, yeah.
0: That's cool. But this is a funny, I feel like this is like uh, saying, you know, <laughs> for uh, for homes uh, with the screwdriver for humans. <laughs> like I, that always kind of annoys me. It's like, eh. but yeah, it's like, of course your house has more than one room. Um, I like it. I, th-
1: I think. You haven't
0: opened it. Yeah. Why did you get this? Why did I get this? A uh, few reasons. I've been looking at this for a while. That's not a great reason. That's not Second a Second reason, reason. <laughs> it's on sale. Oh. Uh, actually on sale. Like, 50 bucks cheaper than it usually is. Okay. Um, third reason, uh, at some point we're going to have uh, baby Dylan move to his own room. Oh. Um, and his room seems to be chillier than ours in general. So, so how how is this able? Yeah. 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 So our thermostat on is in our bedroom, our master bedroom. Okay. Um, so this main thermostat will go there and there's a sense, a wireless sensor that we can put in his room that, um, will tell the thermostat, you know, publish the temperature basically okay. from that room and tell the thermostat what the temperature is there. So if it's seventy two in our room, but it's only so sixty eight in his room, it'll still it'll kick on the heat if we have it set at seventy. So this is a house for th- two rooms. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I don't know much about houses or thermostats or heat or any of these systems. Oh, heat. Yeah, I'm still learning. <laughs> Nothing about heat. No. Um, uh, I mean, we live in Boston, so yep. But so we have three thermostats at the moment in the house, and you're going to go down to two. We're going to go
1: up to five. <laughs> We're going to remain at three. <laughs> that's, that, that's not at all what I expected. <laughs> We're going to remain at three. Okay,
0: I'm not going to install a new. Yeah, that's way beyond what I know how to do. Is like re like wiring a new thermostat, oh, no. right, right. But this I feel is like it's gonna replace wireless the
1: sensors,
0: yeah. So, th- there's only one thermostat here, though. This has a sensor, oh, okay, plus it, whatever. Yeah, depends yeah, yeah. on what you're calling. There's f- there'll be four sensors, so there
1: are three thermostats. Does that mean there's like three separate
0: health heat he- heating zones, is what they're called? Oh, yes, well, we only have one heating zone, okay uh yeah so we have one down here in the basement we have one on the main floor and one in our master bedroom upstairs mm. um so after we install this we'll still have two old school thermostats and then this one fancy one awesome so this fancy um, one's going upstairs yep where the baby dylan is yes um <laughs> when he's sleeping <laughs> uh-huh so yeah and it works with apple home kit which is fun um yeah, because I've never messed around with that at all. Me neither, and I've been waiting for. I've been tempted to get, like get stuff that like is... like a smart, smart lock home, or something, but yeah. it just seems like it's so in flux, kind of like VR now. Like, there's everyone's right. trying to do their own thing, and like, yeah, there's not like one good system that's affordable and works with all your stuff and whatever. Right. But so, uh, my general um, strategy in the past. Few years for the that kind of stuff is wait until Apple does it. Okay, (laughs) right? Like, "Uh, what do I do have photos? "Uh, I probably just put it in the Apple thing, and you know, it's probably works for me. Yeah, it's just easier. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) to have someone make decisions for you. (laughs) But also, yeah, make sure everything can integrate and work together and stuff. So that's what HomeKit is promising. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Now, that being said. We, our wiring um, is not yet compatible with this as is. So I took off the back or the front plate of the thermostat to see what wires we had behind it. And they're labeled in a somewhat standard way of like, with like letters and colors. So it's like W, R, X, C, whatever. And we have, there's like a wizard on the Ecobee website where you can go through wizard (laughs) that's such an old school yeah um i love it and you can like tell it which wires you have and it'll tell you if it's compatible or what you need to do right to whatever so we only have two wires um i think w and r and it needs a c wire which is a common wire that has that i think basically powers it
1: so you don't have the common wire right you have all the uncommon ones (laughs) exactly i see uh you feel like with a name like the common wire yeah it would be the one that is always yeah there. everyone has that
0: yeah. yeah you know yeah we have a common wire we don't have the rare wire but, <laughs> um yeah so so yeah the the thermostats we have now are either the old school like they're literally the dial one that is yeah no it's not powered at all you just like turn you it set and, the temperature and then the other ones we have are battery powered like little digital display right Things that are really confusing and have yeah. way too many buttons that I don't know what they mean and yep, bad menus and stuff. We we have one that looks like that
1: yep, but has a Wi-Fi interface.
0: It came with the house.
1: Uh, no, it came with on um, uh, air conditioning system. Oh, cool. And we replaced it. That's neat. Or installed it. So it doesn't look very nice. It or, doesn't like, look fancy, great, but... and um, I imagine if you used it, which I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it has terrible menus and a terrible interface, but it has an app that you can I, use yeah
0: that's cool so i just I, is it a honeywell or a yeah okay it's honeywell neat um um so yeah so we need a common wire of some sort um and there's like different ways to handle that okay that I'm not super aware of but need to figure out right <laughs> shortly but there's like a there's like a kind of a hack you can do where you can take have an adapter that like takes the two wires and gives you three somehow i don't it doesn't really make sense to me right um something, so something electricity so what does that mean how do you get a common wire installed are you gonna call the person i'm gonna try not to you oh see how far that goes and if i have enough trouble i'll either call someone or send it back what <laughs> That's my yeah. current plan.
1: After your heating hasn't worked for like two uh, weeks. Well
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. Well, best of luck. Yeah. I mean if it doesn't work, I'll just put the old one back on, the old thermostat back on. Mm. Well how do you how are you gonna make
1: a wire that's not
0: there? Um there's a wizard. <laughs> there's an <laughs> online wizard. <laughs> oh, now I'm talking about a literal wizard. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. no. Uh, I don't know. Okay. There's like ways to do it, yeah, that I don't understand that don't involve actually running a wire, a wire. through your wall all the way down. I see. So I it's don't like really power know over Ethernet things. or something. Something. Yeah. I learned something. that thing.
1: Yeah. I learned that unless you have a gigabit Ethernet connection, um, Ethernet wires, it only uses three of the six that are in there.
0: Oh yeah, which I didn't know. Yep. Um, which 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 cat was it where they started supporting that? Is it like five, e? five E or something. Uh, you know? Yeah. So previous to that, maybe they had fewer wires, but no. I think from Cat Five. From Cat Five. Okay. From
1: what I understand, the category is how well insulated the wire is. Oh. It's not actually to do with anything with else, speed or anything. Okay. Well, it is because it's um, it's like how uh, protected against. Higher... Okay. Um, Interferences, right so the higher the category the higher the speed because you can theoretical speed yeah you can throw more through there without it being um, huh. damaged
0: huh. Uh-huh. yeah cool cool well I so guess that, is that
1: enough for uh... I guess we'll see how the echo B goes yeah
0: that'll be a that'll be a story I'm sure yeah <laughs> To end, do you want to talk about ethos, pathos, and logos? Uh, yeah, I'll mention it. I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I, I thought it was a... It's a nice idea. Yeah. Um. So I think a lot of us have been frustrated with um trying to... Well, maybe not a lot. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of us. Yeah. I think with Thanksgiving
1: coming up and Christmas, <laughs> we're all going to be going home
0: and yeah. having discussions
1: with people where our views do not line up.
0: Right. It seems like we have an impasse and we cannot communicate sometimes or convince someone of something that we believe in. Yes. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of frustration both personally with this and within my family and with other people obviously all over Facebook and Twitter everyone is like struggling to to uh communicate. Communicate. Yeah. <laughs> What's the word? Communicate. <laughs> um, communicate effectively. Should right. Say. Yeah. We're all communicating. We're all throwing stuff out there. We're all throwing out facts. Well, it's not being received. And yeah. Yeah. So we're not communicating. Uh, okay. Sure. Yep. We're publishing. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a good way of thinking of it. Um, right. Which is the problem? Is the, well, a problem. A problem is that um, I there's when I was a kid, I told my parents that there's this like line that they like to tell me now, which is, um, I was good at math and I was okay. at Other things too. But I said this thing at one point I said, why can't the whole world just be like math? And, uh, I think in that sense, what I meant Probably not what I meant back then. But like thinking of that now is like, why can't we just use facts to convince people of things? So, that's where I saw someone tweet about eh, babies.
1: This is Dylan. Uh-huh. The baby Dylan. He has arrived. He's come as a hunchbig guest.
0: Yes. He might actually be a hunchback. A little hunchback. He is a little hunchback.
1: No one likes the phrase hunch
0: piglet, but I'm going to use it again. (laughs) He's wearing a onesie with mustaches on it. Oh, yeah. sorry if I interrupted um, really important
1: political talk. No, it's Not really. Um, I just wanted the world to know that your son...
0: He does um, exist.
1: He exists. He's wearing an outfit that is too big for his torso, but too short on his legs. (laughs) Um,
0: Oh, yeah, that's weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. his legs are what? twice the, twice the
0: length of a normal baby's legs. Where is the, where is this supposed to These are supposed to go to here and they don't.
1: Really? It is it well, is hilarious because his like... arms are completely covered.
0: Yeah. And it's like two so, loops on him. So
1: he looks all he looks yeah. all snuggly on his torso, but then yeah. it's like he's wearing shorts.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Dylan, do you have anything to tell the people? Yeah.
1: yeah. Dylan, just, this is a microphone. Just breathing. There's a pop Here. filter between you we you'll listen Here, you'll let, hear all, let's, the, about give all them, of this let's
0: give him five seconds to just address the world <laughs> i agree <laughs> <laughs> well said <laughs> well said son
1: i like the mustaches is that from yes. i feel like that's from a it's from a store. It's from a store. It's from a okay. store. <laughs> it's yeah. not. and uh, I was really excited about this outfit until I realized it will never fit him because it's looks too small and too <laughs> big at the meant, same time. It
0: has to be meant to be like, well, like shorts. It's got and like he,
1: he wears trousers over yeah, it.
0: But it's got so many buttons. It's,
1: got, <laughs> it's weird. I, yeah. Anyway, back to
0: whatever you were <laughs> math. I heard math. Yeah. Math. Yeah. Okay. Have fun. Thank, Thank you. you. so as much as we want sometimes the world to be more like math we want to share share a graph with someone be like look at this graph this is how you're this is why you're wrong boom right done mic drop you know crime crime is actually decreasing in the past 10 years yeah we shouldn't be freaking out about immigrants raping everyone and whatever or or, you know just as an example (laughs) um speaking to an immigrant right um yeah i mean we should be freaking
1: out about that if it's happening exactly (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah but we but But, uh, once we see the data and the data disproves that we should change our minds yeah um panic about real things right and that is not how uh humans work it's not how the brain works it's not how we um change our minds yep so uh, i saw a really interesting tweet about um what's the word uh rhetoric and okay. the three, I assume this is like a, like a Socrates thing or something that right. goes way back because the the words are Greek. <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that's no, true. No, it's, it's ancient. It's yeah. gotta be. <laughs> um, so the three words that you need to focus on when you're trying to convince someone uh, are pathos, ethos, and logos. Yep. Logos. Um, logos. Logos. Logos, yeah. Yeah. You need to have a logo. Yep. So ethos is ethics. Yep. Pathos is emotion. Okay. And logos is logic. Ah, not brand identity. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Could be. So, yeah. So the, the graph would be logos. You're saying... Yeah, purely... These are the facts. You know, we can deduce from this logically that whatever yeah um the ethics part is i think actually did play a big role in the election and how people thought about either candidate right um there were ethical issues raised about both of them yep um that different people received in their own way and prioritized differently yep um So that's a piece, and then uh, emotion is important as well. So you need to relate the facts and um, present a moral argument, yep, and um, yeah, relate it to someone in a way that appeals to their emotion as well. Yes, because we we aren't just calculators roaming the earth. (laughs) Yep, we have. um, I mean, I think this this election is more proof of that than anything right that there are emotional um, there are emotions at play and we need to remember that. Um, so yeah, if you if you want to convince someone, just keep that in mind that you need to kind of have this three um, three pointed weapon <laughs> right to to have a chance at convincing someone. Um, and I'm sure this is like it seems like something that would be, lesson 101 in in like a debate team or something like that where it's right like that's the whole idea is how do we how do we present our argument in a way that is going to be effective to other humans yep um seems super useful and in in everything not just like convincing your your uh, uncle at thanksgiving about something but day-to-day you know we deal with clients we deal with customers we deal with Um, co-workers that we want to convince right in a certain way um so yeah yeah keep that in mind i don't know i i still need to parse it for myself about um what it actually means yeah like how do you
1: address the parts of that that you're missing
0: right how do i practically use this information right um but something i'm going to try to think about more before i reach for the, the composed tweet button <laughs> next time or, you know, or, or yeah. whatever. Um, or having a real discussion with yep. someone. Um, so there's that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough because it's tough to sit there and try to tease apart how... Someone has gotten to such a vastly different conclusion to yourself. Yep. Uh, but I think that's really important that we don't just try and convince other people of our own right conclusions. Yeah. But also try to understand, okay, well, what are the, like, ethics that you've taken into account? What are the mm-hmm. um, emotions that you're feeling? And what are the facts? Yep. Because no one makes decisions
0: without some information. Right. Like, yeah. Is, is Are your... Um, yeah, yeah. It's important to realize the multitude of, of reasons that you yes. could have come to different conclusions. Like, are your facts coming from a different source? Right. Or a incorrect source? Or a better source? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do you I mean, prioritize um, ethics in a different way? And religion, I think, plays a huge part in that. For yeah. example, that you cannot um, discount. Yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to know. You have to address that head on. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's not just that. But it is huge. Um, yeah. Uh, and then emotionally people are all all, are all over the place about right you know make America great again for example like that is appealing directly to emotion yeah and the genius bit of that which I've been thinking a lot about is that you can take that any way you want it right yes whatever time you think is the best part in American history that's how you can let that motto speak to you right you can say yeah man America was great in the 50s like I remember that right and that's also maybe yeah. when you're happiest in your life. Like yeah. maybe you're in your 20s. And it's because you were young and you just got married, and you the... like everything was on the up and up. And yeah. now you're 75, and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's it's really genius. I think that as as much as yeah, that campaign seemed all over the place, right, and crazy, and it was. Um, that part I think is so genius that you can take that phrase and apply it h- however you want yes um to give you this nostalgia this this burst of yeah like yeah. you know, he knows how i'm feeling and it's like <laughs> really like yeah um yeah i mean everyone wants things to be the way that they were ideally at some point <laughs> right <laughs> like it's just yeah I think it's an illusion that everyone's on the same page about what that looks like and rights. cool, yeah, yep. Yeah, what are the what are the? Can we give an ac- or an acronym for that? Pathos, Longos, pathos. Uh, PEL. ELP. PEL. Lelp. It's like help, but without the help. Yeah. Help. Help. I don't know how to argue with you. Help. Exactly. Okay. Yep. I like it.